When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Yunko Table. I'm your host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And with me, as always, we have Grandmaster Hoop, fellow Yonko. How are you this evening, Grandmaster Hoop? Thank you for asking, Dr. Jace. I'm doing amazing. And I always appreciate you asking. But yes, it's been an amazing week. And I don't know how else to culminate this week with a spectacular Friday. I feel great. Thank you for always asking, Dr. Jace. You know me, Grandmaster. We're always going to ask, but this episode is super special because we got a party going up in here. We have what is mm-hmm. You guys recognize his voice. We have three supernovas, two old ones and one new one. So I'm going to turn it over to uh, our first supernova. Just reintroduce yourself with uh, real quick. Dars. Hey guys, how's it going? It's Dars here. I'm here to bring back some more nerd encyclopedia knowledge for you. And uh, I can't wait to dive deep into this finale for WandaVision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was one hell of a long episode. So, hey, we got a lot to talk about. Oh, Next yeah. up, we got Rose the Crafter from last week's episode of Yonko Table. How are you, Rose? I'm hungry again and I'm at the table. Oh, Let's eat. man. <laughs> Let's get fed. That's what's going to happen. Uh, and next up, we have a new supernova with us today, Zara the Great. How are you today, Zara? Hi, I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. Happy to talk about the great show. Hey, great to have you. Great to have you. So, I mean, hey, let's get straight into it right away because there's so much to talk about with uh, the, the grand finale of WandaVision. Um, Grandmaster Hoop, you want to open us up with what was going on this week? Yeah, sure thing, Dr. Jace. Um, I mean, before we get into it, um, just real quick, can we just like pull the table real quick? How do we all feel? Are we like, are we satisfied? Are we, you know, looking forward to what's coming next? How how, how are we feeling? I feel like this like kind of mini series, it was like an appetizer, you know, like it kind of like, Wet the palate a little, but now I'm like, I'm hungry for more Marvel. We took like a whole year off of the new Marvel stuff, and this is just making me like, it makes me want more, you know? Yeah. Really I good agree. appetizer, though. Really mm-hmm. good appetizer. I would say I was expecting a little bit more from the finale. Uh, maybe that was just expectations really high, but overall, I, I think I was left satisfied, as as Darson Rose put it. Uh, we want more. <laughs> more is good we want more of uh marvel and more of especially wanda because she was she was great this episode and zara how, how do you feel how did you walk away from this finale? no yeah i actually really loved it i think they wrapped up a lot of questions that we had you know in the beginning we started off very confused but you know mm-hmm. a lot of those questions were answered in this finale but like everybody said you know it's a great appetizer can't wait to have more 
and I do believe they left a lot for us to want, given how, uh, you know, Marvel and their mid-credits and the post-credit scenes. But we'll get into that later. But yes, um, let's go ahead and deep dive this episode. And I think the best way to kind of really tackle this is just this is the most action-heavy episode that we've had in the it whole was. series. Um, we've had there were like I guess kind of like three separate uh, bouts going on. So. And just like how we're going to get straight into it, they got straight into it. We are left right with Wanda and versus Agatha, uh, WVA. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, you know, um, we haven't seen Wanda in action for a while since... Uh, when was the last time she, we saw her? It was Endgame, think, right? Yeah, yeah. Endgame. She's right. near crippling Thanos over here. And uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm just going to point this out. We didn't see that. We did not see... <laughs> you know uh in enraged wanda fighting agatha this is kind of wanda at a really low point so she's just well kind of i mean like can you blame her she's been drained for 10 episodes of all of her magic by agatha who came in there and started slowly you know sucking all the energy out of her that's yeah. fair she's very vulnerable too um in dealing with the grief and making the whole reality herself i don't know that could be a little little taxing on the yeah, on the body yeah <laughs> when exactly. it's time to duke it out <laughs> and i guess she wasn't ready for a duke out yeah i, I didn't uh think about the fact i forgot it, it's all draining her but yeah definitely the emotional bit though you know we've seen wanda you know ready to you know give thanos you know a rude awakening because you know he took everything from her and he's like, I don't even know who do... you are. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Over here, she's just like, can't y'all just let me live my little reality? Can't y'all just no! let me be? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was, I thought it was a good fight. I, I, I wasn't expecting much from these witches, but um, I, I think for me, the coolest part, and y'all can speak on this too, I like seeing uh, Wanda pull out her little mind tricks, her little, like, let me get inside your head. Yeah, she she used that. Right. Uh, I'm surprised. I thought it was just going to be like, uh, you know, just blast attacks back and forth. But uh, she actually did go into the mind game a little bit. Gives you Age of Ultron vibes when she was doing that. But before she yes. did that mind trick, she pulled a card out of Agatha's book and used some teleportation to get right behind her. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was new. The game up. Yeah, I feel like in the beginning of the fight, it was kind of just out of desperation. She just kind of trying to win and she was at her wits end. But then by the mm -hmm. end of the fight, she definitely strategized a little bit more, you know? Yeah, she was learning as she goes. Yeah, and I mean, like, the first, like, little tidbit was mainly, like, all right, how can I keep my kids safe and also whoop this lady's behind? <laughs> right, and, like, throughout this episode, her main gimmick was absorbing the powers of the Scarlet Witch, right? Like, Agatha really wasn't fighting Yeah, she was, like, her egging her on. She was like, hit me, hit me! <laughs> <laughs> right, like, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i guessing that was just her main goal throughout the movie, just absorbing the, uh, not the movie, but it, it felt like a movie. <laughs> it felt like a movie. Uh, uh, was just to absorb the powers of the Scarlet Witch and then use it uh, for her own. So I, I guess yeah. one, I guess that's one side of Agatha that I kind of wish we got a little bit more of, uh, in this episode because i i know we kind of talked about it last week when we got more insight into her backstory but uh 
we didn't really get too much like aside from motives like oh i guess she wants to be the most powerful witch uh and that's basically it we saw stuff with her mom and the the coven yeah. she was a part of and i mean it's kind of crazy to think too that like she thinks that she can absorb all this chaos magic mm -hmm. which is supposed to be the strongest magic out there but i mean in my head the whole time while she was doing that i was thinking like what happens when you overcharge a battery it's going to explode so it was interesting right. to see you know other things happen with that fight i was expecting well, I that actually because she kept purposely like just pouring all that energy into agatha and you know you saw her like you know throwing a couple of blasts like against the wall and at first i thought like why is she throwing it against the wall like it, it doesn't make any sense but she used the rune magic that agatha taught her earlier i thought that was really cool. oh i didn't realize she was making runes when she did that yeah wow. <laughs> yeah that's it's it's cool to see though that like how quick of a learner she is with right. that type of stuff yes and um I, she's really coming alive here she's really embracing the scarlet witch persona uh come on when she came through with the costume oh. are we <laughs> it was are we fantastic. here for it yes yeah i'm here for it oh yeah <laughs> i loved it but what was kind of interesting is like right in like the beginning of the episode she kept on saying like wanda you're a witch and she's like no i'm not leave me alone and mm -hmm. at the end she's like Okay, you know what? If you want me to be a witch, I'll be the baddest witch. <laughs> I feel like she was kind of in denial as well. There was just so many things right. going on that she was like, I can't even focus on this other aspect of me, you know? But then at the end, like you yeah. said, she's just like, well, if that's what you want me to be, I'm going to delve into it. Yeah. And I mean, like, we really haven't had any um, interactions with, like, witches in marvel other than like doctor strange being a sorcerer supreme you know mm -hmm. and so like for her to be to hear that she's a witch based off of history of you know those salem witch trials like it's like a witch what i came out of a mind stone like no this is this is yeah not, real. not just a witch the witch like, um, the witch. stronger stronger Man. than the sorcerer supreme as well so mm -hmm. oh, and that was a, that was a good drop right there that connectivity right there uh stronger than sorcerer supreme which as we had predicted last week and on the previous episode prior that we thought dr strange would make an appearance but unfortunately uh, you know it, it was fine he did not show up but i feel that name drop was that was huge and mm -hmm. there's definitely you know leading again they're trying to lead into uh the dr strange sequel um but you know we'll probably touch on that more um, real quick, I think the last bit of this fight that we need to talk about, and I'm sure, Darcy, you can speak on this. Uh, they mentioned the Darkhold, and I know a lot of viewers probably aren't familiar with the Darkhold. Can you speak on the Darkhold for us? Yeah, but I mean, the Darkhold has made its appearance a couple of times within Marvel. Um, it has, it has. And it I'm was the sure. book that was used in The Runaways in the Hulu TV show. Um, it was also used in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when, I think, if it, I'm not mistaken, it was, it was the Ghost Rider season. I think they also used it when they were doing that um, alternate reality type of thing um, where they thought they were in a digital realm, but they were kind of in that dark home mystic type of thing. And So what are, what are the implications of the dark hole? Like, so the dark hole, so remember in Doctor Strange when they were saying like, 
oh, that's some dark magic. You really shouldn't be using that, the ancient one. And she's like, I'm gonna live forever. Screw you guys. So this whole like dark magic is kind of like playing into effect here where the dark hold, it's not just one page out of the book. It's the whole book. This book is like, it's nicknamed as the book of sin, right? So that was also used in um, Ghost Rider, the first one with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That if you guys can Ooh, remember, the, best way, one, right? <laughs> the only one. Um, <laughs> so you have like this this super dark book that's like it's kind of like the anti Bible type of thing, you know? Like you have the holy book, and then now you have the dark book. And so this book it kind of can connect us to either dark magic that can be kind of used in the, in any future movies. But hopefully it's going to circle back to my theory of going into the hell dimension and having like these kind of mystic creatures pop up like Mephisto. Um, people have been rumoring that Clea is going to show up in the next Doctor Strange mm -hmm. movie. And she's, you know, Doctor Strange's love interest in the comic books who okay. at, one, at one point becomes a sorceress supreme. Um, but this Darkhold book is going to lead to some Dark Dimension stuff, which I think is going to lead to Doctor Strange. And I mean, um, Crafting Roses, you can kind of attest to some of the thematic elements too, with like how Wanda, she was getting real dark in like her appearance, even in that new costuming. You know, it's not like a oh, lighthearted yeah. Spider-Man. It was like, she kind of looks spooky. It was with the red eyes and like the... It's kind of like a blood red type of color. Yeah, it's not. And like it a, even looked like she was wearing like a crown too. Like. Uh huh. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a crown. It kind of looks like horns. It kind, mm -hmm. you know, it, it has like those darker elements. And there were rumors that Doctor Strange Two is supposed to kind of go into that darker little bit. Originally, Doctor Strange One was supposed to be a horror movie, but they scrapped it and made it more kid friendly because they wanted to introduce him to like the younger audiences. But who knows, maybe the second, you know, the sequel to the movie will start to tap more into it because Doctor Strange is, it's not a lighthearted comic. It is super dark. Even like the animated movie that came out, it was, it was pretty dark. So um, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with, you know, this dark book and um, who knows, maybe it'll bring out some other fun characters. I think that was an uh, interesting element they introduced with the Darkhold. Uh, it kind of it, it opens that avenue for uh, Wanda to keep growing with her powers, like the way we left her at the end of the episode. And then, mm -hmm. like you said, it adds it adds that whole element of like you know the the magic in in the Marvel universe, and it has such a huge history, both in the comics and kind of what where it has already been uh, shared with, and you know previous shows like on Hulu and. Uh, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so I think that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, what about this uh, stuff with Vision? You know, Ooh, that, was, yes. that, that was another huge one. Like, uh, yeah, that was yeah. that was definitely the second biggest uh, action piece of the episode. And again, they, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, real quick, real quick, real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say the uh, the post credit scene of Wanda split from Scarlet Witch um, was definitely giving me Doctor Strange vibes as a show. Um, yeah. And I believe the mm -hmm. music I believe the music was even the Doctor Strange music playing while she was going through um, the book. So mm -hmm. ooh, I might have to go and, back and rewatch. I mean it's pretty cool to see too that like when she was in that like astral kind of hovering thing, 
her yes. like human body was like still walking around, which right. yes. Doctor Strange right. can't even do that. So this just shows you how strong she is. How much of that can be tied to the book also? Because didn't, uh, I mean, Agatha even warned her. She said, you have no idea what you just unleashed. And she could have been referring to the Dark Hole. She could have been referring to the the, the Scarlet Witch persona. I mean, there's a lot that they could go with with that. I mean, the Scarlet Witch is in the Dark Hole. You know, she she got that, she teleported the book into her possession, flipped through some pages, and you see Scarlet Witch on the right-hand page just there with a bunch of runes next to it and she's like this is like you are basically the apocalypse welcome (laughs) (laughs) i mean hey i mean if 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 a nerfed scarlet witch if a nerfed wanda could be going up against uh thanos 1v1 um i can only imagine what this new one can do this new wanda i mean it's crazy it's crazy to know that she's just gonna get even more powerful from here on out and i mean she is a tour de force have you like you guys know like that one theory where like when you have something of great power something of equal power has to come to match it to balance it out that's like on the other side right Right. so i'll I'll take that as when vision says you know they're growing numbers and they're growing powers invites conflict exactly Mm -hmm. you understand that it invites conflict so with wanda becoming this like basically the phoenix of witches like you're gonna have to have that type of level threat coming to kind of fight it, you know? Right. Oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, that is exciting. (laughs) Vision comes here with all these cool like sayings, you know? Like he, Vision went and had like that one talk with, you know, his alternate ego with that theory. And I'm like, look at him, he's such a android. (laughs) (laughs) Synthesoid. Synthesoid, sorry, you're right. But I mean, even then, it was still a huge thing when I, it it was kind of cool to see that logic debate that he had with White Vision. Right. Uh, He he used the analogy from the ship of Theseus. And I thought that was really cool because like I was kind because I was kind of working at the same time while watching this. And, uh, (laughs) but I heard the analogy. I'm like, wait a minute. That sounds really smart. Let me go back and rewind. That was, that was that a again. beautiful. That was a beautiful analogy. Like it was good. <laughs> I, I liked seeing uh, White Vision like literally trying to wrap his head around. I don't know. Maybe it's the actor's uh, acting chops, uh, but he did a phenomenal job. So good. It. It's really cool because we haven't seen Vision in a lot of action. Uh, the last time we really seen him in action was in Civil War. Oh my! And I mean. Even in Civil, like, after Civil War, we didn't really get to see him do too much, you know? Wanda kind of, like, took him away. After that, like, he was kind of protecting Wanda. Like, we didn't really, like, see him in action. So not only did we... He was getting wrecked. Let's call it like it is. Before they (laughs) took the stone out of his head, he was getting wrecked. He was getting wrecked. (laughs) They were dragging that man all across the world. And it was cool because, like, not only do you get to see, like, Vision in action, you get to see him twice in action. So it's, like, him versus him, and it's, like, yeah. bam, bam, phasing through each other, like, grabbing each other, using the beams against each other. Right. I, I really liked the phasing gimmick. It, it kind of added a little bit of creativity to the choreography in, in the way that they mm-hmm. fought. I thought that was really nice. But what about the end with that fight? So after the Ship of Theseus uh, analogy, White Vision, uh, oh, no, well, first off, Vision does some uh little hypnotherapy on (laughs) on white vision and basically (laughs) 
uh, like revives his data, not memories, but the data right. of the previous vision. And so you see that transformation with the, the stone in his head, which I mean, it's not really a, the mind stone anymore, but you know, whatever's on his forehead. And um, actually, I bet to differ. I think it it is the mind stone. Oh, you think it is? Because mm. when that is not the mind stone. Okay, calm Let down. It Let is not finish. the mind stone. <laughs> okay, so when Wanda was creating that other reality in the second to last episode, you saw the red parts creating it, and then the yellow part creating vision. So mm. the mind stone that is inside of her still played a part in all of this. So right. even if it's a small fragment of the mind stone. That vision is, is is part of it. Well, and she said it at the end, right? She said when he asks, what am I? She said, the, you're a fragment. The part of, of the mind stone. Yeah. Right. So when I he know. went, he kind of uploaded himself into that synthesoid, the white. Okay. okay. Right. right. I mean, it even yeah. turned yellow, you know, once all the mm -hmm. data was backed up, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess he transferred. Yeah, you're right. He, he transferred his essence. And in that, he also transferred the, you know, the elements of the Mind Stone. So now I have a question for you guys. He disappeared. Do you, exactly, do you think that he is going to, now that he has these memories, do you think he's going to want to be his own man, loosely used term man? Or do you think he's going to want to kind of like get to like go to Wanda and be like, hey, like these are my kids, like I'll help you like with whatever, like, or you're my wife. Well, look, he, he did. He, he dipped. <laughs> he, he dipped. I mean, yeah, he bounced. Man. <laughs> he probably saw some of those visions of like, wait, he was kids? Oh, oh, I'm out. <laughs> he saw that stone being taken away and he was out. He said, all right, brother, I don't like these memories. Because at first, like, they were like, we're the same. Like, you know I mean, like, we're, right. we're they were kind of hinting to fusing almost, it seemed mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. um, and then after mm -hmm. they, they had that beautiful moment, he's like, oh, OK, uh, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Superman out. Well, it's interesting because in the comic books, um, the second vision does make an appearance and he he confronts his kids and they're like, hey, dad, help us. And he's like, I may look like your daddy, but I am not your dad. And he's like, <laughs> ah, so he leaves. So it's like, it's kind of interesting to see him kind of flee like that too. And I wonder, now you have like this <laughs> expensive robot that's flying around and, and <laughs> who knows where he is, you know? When do we yeah, think I mean, we're going to see him point, again? That's the thing. I have no idea uh, where he could show up again. Zara, do you have any idea where? I don't know. No, I see. It just, it was definitely after, you know, the philosoph philosophical moment. So it's, you know, it seemed like you can definitely see him still thinking about, you know, trying to process everything he had just learned about himself. So it is a good question. You know, when are we going to see him come back? There's a lot Ooh. of avenues they could go. Um, they really could. I mean, they can. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think it's maybe too soon, but we can maybe see him in Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's a possible. Ooh. Yeah, it's very possible. possible. That's very that, possible. that's coming up because uh, I mean, kind of similar to some of the other characters, they kind of had some uh, foreshadowing for future movies and or shows that they're going to be reappearing in. Uh, one of them, of course, being the obvious elephant in the room, Monica. Uh, yeah. It's a hundred percent we're gonna see her in uh, Captain Marvel two or whatever <laughs> it's gonna be called. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, I think I honestly think 
White Vision might make a, a little appearance in Loki. Because if Loki is going to be, you know, doing oh, yeah, that's a time pop thing, Vision might be coming in there. And, you know, like, hey, there can't be two Visions at the same time, right? Oh, right, right. Well, wait, there's only one Vision, though, right? Um, right, there's now only one. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Loki had vision is... something in there. Right, right. I mean, it's possible. Oh man, this is we we, we could be here all day just trying to figure out like when characters <laughs> are gonna appear, when are they gonna reappear. But uh, I mean, so we have White Vision, no idea when he can reappear, but we have some theories. We have Monica, uh, obviously Captain Marvel too. Can't wait for that. Um, what about some of the other characters? We have uh, we have uh, Fiatro. Fiatro was a fake actor. I did not like a that. big yeah, fake out. I did. Yeah, really big. I didn't fake like out. It was kind of like it, it. definitely was kind of like a letdown at that point. Huge yeah. letdown. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Boner. His name was Boner. It, Ralph yeah. Boner. Ralph, Ralph Boner. Boner. <laughs> like what the heck is that? And you know, Marvel is kind of notorious for this. Um, this is not their first fake out. I think the most notorious <laughs> one so far has been <laughs> Ben Kingsley in Iron Man Three. Yes. Oh, uh, that was the worst one. I still that killed one. me. <laughs> That that you know that one they are you know currently uh, rewriting that wrong with the next film Shang Chi mm -hmm. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're gonna see the real Mandarin, but also you know Spider Man uh, Far From Home with Mysterio. Oh, I'm yeah. from another dimension. You know the multiverse and oh that was... man that fake. I was believing him. I know, we all, all the nerds were all the nerds were like yeah there is a multiverse. <laughs> oh my gosh like. This is crazy. Uh, and then, fake out. Yep, just VR. He's just, he's, yeah, literally, it's a PR stunt. They, yeah. No, VR, a... virtual reality. Oh, oh, VR. <laughs> and yes. VR. And yes. AR, all of them. All oh, of them. Man. And I don't know, I just feel like they could have done a lot more with this character. And just even how they took him off. Mon Wanda, I mean, sorry, Monica did what? A little... Uh, toss some, over the shoulder. To yeah, the basic right. yeah. CIA toss over close quarters combat move. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what he did. With the speedster, but it's fine. Oh yeah, and uh, he has yeah. powers. I was gonna say he has powers. How did he? Did Agatha just like, you know, bippity boppity bang? You're quick, like you're super fast now. Like I don't understand how he could have that type of power right away. Unless Wanda inadvertently, you know, oh, you're Pietro. Oh, yeah, you have powers, right? And she, you know, created that reality. But either way, uh, gosh. I mean, there was also that necklace. Yeah, the power was It's a necklace, yeah. Oh, it's the necklace. Yeah, I don't know what And since Agatha put him there in the first place, I'm sure, you know, once we saw Pietro, then he already had his power at that point. And, you know, I... I doubt we're gonna see Evan Peters again. Which... Oh, never, never. Oh man, there's <laughs> so much potential, man. I was so excited mm -hmm. seeing Evan Peters again. I mean, who knows? Maybe she pulled him from a different dimension to come and and play Pietro, and she just needs to control him with the necklace. Who knows? But I'm not gonna I'm count thinking, anything I'm, out. Marvel's too I'm smart. Marvel. I, I, Marvel is smart. That's why they keep pulling the rug from under our feet. Goodness they gracious. They did. And and they kept her alive. That's that's something new that Marvel usually doesn't do. They kept one of their main villains alive. Agatha in this, is alive. That's true. Agatha gonna, is alive. They're going to need her. They're going to need her in the future. So. Oh, yeah. She's definitely coming back. Yeah, they're going to oh, need her. Man. Well, Wanda's going to need her because, uh, you know, as we pointed out before in the comics, Agatha serves as like a mentor. 
and yeah. you know yeah. she may be the scarlet witch and stronger than sorcerer supreme but you still need like a you know a tutor i guess i mean i, I think she, be... she even mentions that you know oh you're gonna need me and then wanda's like oh well i'll know where to find you you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah like her own special prison. <laughs> yeah, uh, playing. Hello, uh, playing, neighbor. <laughs> playing nosy Agnes for the rest of her life. That's gotta suck. Oh yeah. man, I, I I was expecting like one tear to come down her face when she was like all uh, all cheerful, but no, we didn't get that. Maybe we'll get oh. it later. Glossy eyed though. The eyes were glossy. They were. They were. <laughs> you really want to talk about tears? You really want to talk about tears? Oh tears! Oh man, Tommy about- and Billy. Tommy and Billy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that was superb. I, 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 I thought what they did was phenomenal. I mean, they well, were just coming into their own with their powers and mm-hmm. the love for their parents. And, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they all stood together to fight, it was just you know. It was that, nice. It was. It nice. was. Well, it gave me incredible vibes. Yeah. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, like, it, it's cool to see, like, you know, Wiccan's powers, how it was kind of similar, and then you have Speed going in there, and then Monica with her powers that, like, kind of showed up everybody, you know, with, mm-hmm. she did a little bit of phasing, like, vision, and then, like, mm-hmm. she had super speed, like, vision to, like, get over there in front of the kids really quick, so it's, to see, you know, Monica's powers bloom in the next upcoming movies, that's going to be pretty interesting. But the fact that they unload that he, uh, what's his name? He unloaded the whole clip on her. Hayward. Oh, yeah. He Hayward, was, yeah. what he the was world? That yeah. Mm-hmm. He was not holding back. Where in the protocol? Where is that in the protocol? Goodness gracious. It's still interesting that Monica would jump in front of Tommy and Billy knowing, you know, that they're not really real as well. That is an interesting yeah. perspective. Yeah, interesting. I guess yeah. it just shows to like her character, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say it shows her character, and the same thing, the same reason why you know Wanda didn't kill Agnes is because she, it showed her character. She mm-hmm. said like, "I'm the good guy, right. you're the bad guy," and like with Monica, it's 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 the theme of heroism versus mm-hmm. just being there. Type Wait, of thing. Monica thought they were thought they were real, didn't she? She didn't even know they had powers until she jumped in front. Yeah, uh, didn't know yeah that's true. Powers. That's true. To her, they that's were true. very real. Yeah, and that's I mean, true. she did allude to that in the other episodes. She said, "No, those kids. I saw her give birth. Like those are yeah. Wanda's kids." Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, right. I, I think I think Monica just really serves as the perfect like empath for Wanda. Mm-hmm. You know, she right. she's like, yeah, like you said, she said those are her kids. You know, at the end when she's like, you know, I would have done the same thing to bring back my mom. And mm-hmm. that that you know that relationship you know it was it was nice with when she was posing as Geraldine. Then it got mm-hmm. rocky when Wanda's like, "Who are you?" But you know, Monica stood by Wanda throughout the whole thing. So yeah, a hundred percent. It was it was nice to see, and I we don't often see a lot of you know women uh, Marvel characters. I feel interacting with one another right. uh, like a one v one basis, so I think that was nice to see. Oh, but it's you know it's coming. Though. Oh yeah. Oh, it's coming. Especially yeah, you know it's coming. But what's, what's interesting is that I feel like Monica, she with her eyes that glow, I feel like she can kind of see past the BS. You know, like she mm-hmm. saw um Phaedra's necklace. Yeah. yeah, necklace mm-hmm. light up. Maybe she saw the kids and saw that 
they were real because at the post credit scene, they were crying out for their mom outside of that reality. But so that's, tri- that's tricky. They though. were. That's the is that a multiverse right thing? Is that so? Real is quick, that really them? You know. Before we yeah, before we get into that, the post credit scenes. Let's finish off with the post credit. Um, real quick, uh, tears, Oscars. Oh, I'm sorry, not Oscars. Emmys for Elizabeth and Paul during that final scene, the final goodbye. I, like I was, I I, I was moved. <laughs> I, I oh, I, I was cried. definitely moved I as was. well. Oh yeah, they they did a really solid job uh, in that department. Like just just seeing them struggling. Like you could tell in their face and in their voice. They knew what was going to happen, but they didn't want that to be the last thought in their children's minds. So (laughs) I'm glad she finally got her goodbye, though. She did. Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. That's what she wanted from the beginning. That's that's the the thing about this. That's the thing about the show is behind the the Marvel layer is a really good story about um, just dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I mean, that just goes back to last week's episode. Uh, oh wait, was it last week's? Yeah. What was the one where Vision made the analogy about what is grief? Uh, but love but persevering. Love... Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Oh man. Just and, fantastic. Yeah, I, I think they deserve it. Yeah. Go ahead. Give them the Emmy. Go ahead. <laughs> At least a nomination. That's all I want. I yeah. need some recognition, please. Uh, I think I think they deserve it. I mean, just just this episode alone, I really, I'll, I'll be honest. I acknowledged uh, like going into this series of uh, WandaVision, you know, yeah, Wanda's really powerful, but in, in the end of things, I really didn't care about her, you know, because we had movies dedicated to all of these other heroes and they had more screen time. Uh, so I was more interested in them. But after watching this season, my eyes are glued to Wanda. And I would even say Vision, too. Vision was kind of another one of those characters. Like, you would see him come in every now and then and, you know, fight the bad guy a little bit. But it was really the Iron Man show or the Spider-Man show. You know, the heavy hitters. Now, Wanda, oh, man. And now, um, yeah, this show did a phenomenal job expanding and making, at least for me, making me care about the uh the side characters which i mean yeah the side characters in this <laughs> scenario they're they're the main characters i mean it, it goes you get to see like those i i kind of want to call them like tier two characters but even like that tier three character with like darcy and woo and like mm-hmm. now you, you kind of are opening up like a whole dialogue between like other characters and like who knows what's going to happen for them too which I imagine, you know, all the Disney Plus series will definitely tap into, which is great because, yeah, you don't get a lot of shine for, you know, these tier two characters, let alone, you know, the tier three. So I'm looking forward to exploring more of these interactions because there is, there are characters, there is depth here, and we can explore it. And if this show constitutes anything, that they can do it well. They can do it well. If anything, there's probably some areas they need to improve on, um, you know, which they'll they'll probably keep adapting as the as as these new Marvel shows keep coming out. One thing coming out of this that I was really annoyed with, even annoyed throughout the entire season, this this whole thing with uh, director Hayward and the uh, Kill Wanda (laughs) initiative that he had. 
it came from nowhere. I, I just didn't under. I, I thought we were gonna get some payoff because I know we theorized in some uh, previous episodes, like, oh, you know, he's he, he's being very fishy with uh, saying, oh yeah, Wanda stole Vision's body when she really didn't. And uh, I thought there was like some behind the scenes type of like uh, deep state stuff with uh, with <laughs> sword or shield or just something. But no, it was just. Hayward wanted to kill Wanda, I guess. <laughs> I think he was also trying to tie up loose ends as well. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. It's it's also the fact that the vision that she created, it can it was a threat to his mm-hmm. his version of the vision, you know. And as we saw, like he uploaded that new, you know, those memories and stuff. And now we have a loose vision out on you know roaming Earth. That's I mean, true. I, I hope Why vision? Their side. I hope he, I don't know, swoops Wanda off her feet or something. It's funny because White Vision is supposed to be the weapon, you know, that can be controlled. And now, you know, he's out there. <laughs> he's the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, massive backfire. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, funny enough, that's the life of Vision. I mean, Ultron made him to, you know, <laughs> so he could, you know, have his body. And then true. he goes off and joins the Avengers. They made White Vision to be a sentient weapon now he's who the know where um but yeah i don't like hayward he can go i agree yeah i i think that's the last we're gonna see of him and i i could not care any less if we, if i mean I he's were... still alive though isn't he darcy yeah. just yeah, ran yes. into the truck she just yes, ran into the truck yeah. he was yeah. being arrested at the end of the, at the end of that episode oh so. man it took darcy a long time to make it huh yeah i was wondering <laughs> I was wondering what was going on with that. You had Vision like show up like really early to you know uh, beat the crap out of Agatha real quick, and then she she started fighting White Vision. But uh, I was like, hey, where's Darcy in all of this? Uh, she was driving that slow truck. She was driving. Yeah, she that's getting true. held up by the dog parade and all that, you know, documentary stuff. And her one-liner, "Hope you enjoy prison." Like that's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. It's like okay, <laughs> fine. You you get your moment, Darcy. I'll live with it. I'll live with it. <laughs> All um, right. I think we're ready to go into these post-credit scenes, which we right. were treated to two. We were treated um, to two. There was a mid-credit scene and an end-credit scene. That's all right. So re- refresh my memory. Which one was the mid-credit scene? The mid-credit scene featured Monica, and I love the line. Okay. The girl came up to her and she said, "They're waiting for you in the theater." Cause she's gonna be in a movie. Come on. Oh, oh, sing. Yes. I like it. I like and, it. And she meets up with uh, a scrawl because the mm-hmm. last we seen of the scrolls, uh, the shapeshifting aliens featured in Captain Marvel, yeah. they were up in space with Nick Fury. Right. And um, you know, the scrawl goes. We heard you were grounded, and I don't know. Says so something about you ready to be lifted, and she's pointing yeah, like, up. and she's like, the big guy wants to see you, or something like that. Which the big guy? The I big mean, guy. I'm guessing the... he has to be referring. She has to be referring to Nick Fury, right? Of course. Okay. She does. has to be. And if you know, if you know of Disney Plus's slate of shows, Secret Invasion. That was a show announced recently. So, actually, what what exactly is Secret Invasion? I'm one of those Marvel fans that's always heard of it. I've heard of Secret Invasion. I've heard of Secret Wars. I, it's it's a big secret to me what these <laughs> secrets are about. So, what what is Secret Invasion? 
I'm gonna let Darce, you can take this. So, Secret Invasion is supposed to be where the scrolls kind of come and do what they do. Like, they, they shapeshift, take over, like, a planet, and kind of like what Captain Marvel was leading to, where um, the Kree were like, oh, we gotta kill these scrolls. All they do is take over planets with, with their shapeshifting powers. And then plot twist, the scrolls were just, you know, trying to find refuge somewhere. But, right. um, like, Secret Invasion, it's been a while since I brushed up on my knowledge on that, but that's basically the scrolls doing the same thing to Earth. Um, and then you have the Secret Wars where it's, you know, Avengers that go undercover, um, kind of like more, it brings more of the spy part of the Marvel uh, universe. But okay. uh, Grandmaster, do you have anything to add to the secret invasion? Yeah, to my yeah, to my base knowledge, uh, they want to play that whole scrolls, uh, you know, uh, what you call you know, uh, mimicking others and whatnot. But this time, you know, scrolls are good, so I believe there's a sect of scrolls that are out here doing, you know, the evil stuff. So this time around, they're adapting it so there are two factions of scrolls. One working with Nick Fury and Captain Marvel, and the other just with their own agenda, whatever that may be. So, mm-hmm. I imagine Captain Marvel 2 will probably tie into this Secret Invasion show as well whenever it does come out. And we'll definitely be seeing a lot more Monica, which I'm happy to see because I really like Monica. And yeah. I mm-hmm. really want to see more of her. And again, she really hasn't even scratched the surface of her powers right no, she's capable at all. Barely, barely. like they they teasing us really hard you know they just like touching the what what are her powers like is she like a like a captain marvel 2.0 or 1.5 she's a grandchild of an infinity stone <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> second generation point term well, to my knowledge, to my knowledge, well, one, she has a couple of names she goes by. We've been saying Photon, but another one she's recently been going by is Spectrum. And yep. Spectrum being like the color spectrum. Okay. And right. if you notice, she had the different hues right. and the different yes. abilities. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, like her eyes were her yellow. Her eyes were changing, <laughs> right, right. When uh, she was like, yeah, when the bullets were shot at her and they phased through her. Uh, purple. <laughs> I guess uh, uh, I don't know. She can combat certain energy. It sounds like it sounds like it sounds like uh, she's imbuing some of the Infinity Stone powers, kind of. You know. It's gonna be uh, interesting to see that play out as well. I I think so, cause again, like, are we gonna get a jump to where she's like a master, or are we gonna watch her with this slow build? And I'm okay with either one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean. It's interesting to see, like, what was the origin of her power? Because, I mean, I know it's the wall, but is that wall um, an Infinity Stone wall, or is that a magic wall? Because, technically, Wanda's power is chaos magic. So, you know, we, we don't really know if it's Infinity power or magic power that, you know, she gets all that stuff from. I guess the worst thing that could happen is if this chaos magic makes... Uh, Monica go crazy. Yeah, I mean, oh man, there's so many directions that they could go in with this. I, uh, I mean, that was basically it for the mid-credit scene. I think the post-credit scene was was the one that had the most implications on what direction we're gonna go in. Uh, 
with this series. I didn't even think there was going to be a post-credit scene uh, this time. Um, what what exactly did we have in this? We had we had Monica. Well, we see we see Wanda, you know, right, right, <laughs> right. And what she's in a log cabin. I, you know, uh, Rose the Crafter, you pointed out uh, the Doctor Strange vibes. I got Incredible Hulk vibes, you know, when he runs off to go, you know, really get in touch with his powers. That's what I got, too. Same, same. I could see that, yeah. Because with the Doctor Strange, you have, like... Yeah, hopefully. With with (laughs) Doctor Strange, you have, like, that, um... I forgot the name of that instrument, but, like, that string instrument that, like, does, like, that cool... Magic-y oh, I think it, it's mm-hmm. like a they sitar. played. It's like they a played the doctor. Yeah. They played Doctor Strange music when she was um when the Scarlet Witch was doing her thing. Oh, when she was uh, astral projecting. Yes, oh, yes, that was Doctor Strange music playing uh, in the background. That's cool. I think that's definitely super cool. Cause, but you know, we know he's coming. We know they're gonna meet up. But the cries from Billy and Tommy. Why is she hearing cries from <laughs> Billy and Tommy? So, do we all have any sort of theory as to what that can be? Cause I sure do. <laughs> so here's my, I don't have a theory, but I know I know Mufeso um, has been brought up heavily and hinted at, and I know we didn't get it at the end. Um, but it's still a possibility, especially for the strange part of the segment that they're going in. Um, so. I still think they're slowly implementing something like that with her going into her powers and darker and manipulating it in that way. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. So. Hmm. If I were to take a guess, I mean, we're already in this multiverse theory madness. <laughs> I'm doing. T- I'm gonna take the easy way. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm thinking maybe you know that book is letting her see into multiple uh different universes and she sees a universe where her kids are real and they're alive and she sees oh wow they're in trouble in some way and then you know uh fade to black and you're left in (laughs) a big mystery scene but that's the most i can get out of it what about you zara yeah i i agree that's kind of the most that i get out of it you know the screens that they had were kind of the same exact same that they were you know screaming when agatha had them so i didn't know mm-hmm. if it was like oh is, is she flashing back to what happened you know in that in that realm of the hex so i didn't know right. if that was Ooh, that but you know that's a good theory that is yeah. pretty good hmm well what about you dars oh, what, i thought you'd never ask <laughs> what's your <laughs> here, here, here right. we go so here's the thing when everybody in town was coming after Wanda and they were like, all we felt was pain and grief and like, you know, talking about all of these things, it kind of reminds me of a certain place that nobody wants to be when they die. Kind (laughs) of reminds me of hell, you know? Like, so I'm wondering when Wanda did her chaos magic and she created that hex, maybe she kind of brought a little bit of hell on earth where these people, their souls, we're basically trapped in this like kind of uh, a hell loop, you know, where they're mm. talking, you know, like mm. they're feeling like all of these things they are feeling these great, the grief and the sadness and all that stuff. So, and vision is there, you know, like, so it, it could be like this supernatural other world type thing that she created when she made hell, um, like on earth. Now, since her kids were born in that dimension, 
it could be that when she closed it, their, you know, beings, their souls went straight back into that dimension of like the hell dimension. And that's where Mephisto is, that's where Nightmare is, that's where Ghost Rider's powers come from. And if we're talking about astral projection where she's floating there reading the book, there's a huge, you know, X-Men villain that kidnaps Storm and keeps her in the astral world. And that's Shadow King. And so uh. this can open up like a whole new level of like villains oh. that we can have. And so I kind of think that this alludes to the hell dimension and like her reading the book of sins like the dark book is her kind of like finding ways of teleporting to that hell dimension to like either get them or whatever and multiverse doesn't necessarily mean other universes that are cinematic it mm -hmm. could be multiverse as in like other dimensions other types of you know right that she can right. kind of look into to find her kids Honestly, I think that was probably the most in-depth <laughs> theory that we have on yeah, here. Yeah, probably the most fleshed the out. Theory. Great job, Dark. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. You got I like a the graph in the background. You're connecting all the dots. <laughs> yeah. As I'm, as I'm explaining, I'm like getting my, giving myself goosebumps. I'm like, oh, I'm onto something here. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, that's... I mean, there's, there's so many directions this thing can go in. I'm super excited. We're all super excited. Um, do we have anything left for WandaVision? I, okay, how about how about this? Overall, what? how about each of you just say something brief about what you thought of the series as a whole and, you know, if it left you in good standing, like you like the show even more now or uh, are you looking more to the future? And I think that would wrap up our thoughts on, you know, WandaVision as a whole. So I'll I'll start off. So I think that WandaVision, I loved it. Um, while everything was going on, it I felt like a, a detective in a way. So I would rewatch some episodes, kind of put pieces together. Now that the whole puzzle solved, it's like mm -hmm. you know you do you want to redo the puzzle again? Do you want to like watch certain episodes again? So um, I personally enjoyed WandaVision so much because it it brought out that part of me and. Even if I don't watch it again, I think that just being in that moment and seeing how it interacted with all of like, you know, seeing it on Twitter, seeing it all over the place, mm -hmm. um, I think it did a great job. And I'm looking forward to other Marvel mini series to come. I was just going to say, I agree with, you know, what Dar said in the beginning, it was definitely gave off those mystery vibes. And I liked, you know, trying to figure out and come up come up with my own theories and listen to other people's theories of you know kind of what was going on and I just liked you know how this series just all tied together you know in the end when mm -hmm. we get you know we see that Wanda she built everything from that home from the deed that Vision gave her and everything after she takes away the hex you know it all comes back to that moment as if it was kind of like a dream as well and so I just liked how that all tied together so I'm excited to see I know what, you, you know in store but I'm happy with it. I know you can't see me right now, but there's like a tear coming down. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she, she's right though. It was, it was one. It was nice to see that one whole like connective loop of everything mm -hmm. coming back together. You started at one point in episode one, and now we're back to where it all started. Where she, you know, she had her grieving moment, that terrible grieving moment when she went into that plot of land that Vision had gotten for their family, mm -hmm. and uh, and then that's where she ended it. But but she came out of it 
stronger and right. in a way satisfied. She had closure, like like we've been saying this entire time. And uh, yeah, I she would learned say that. a little bit more about herself through the process. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, and it, it makes us care about her now. Like exactly. I actually want to yeah. know what's gonna happen with her <laughs> in the coming uh, whatever future series she comes in or uh, any any potential movies. Echo, echoing some of the sentiments of everybody else. I really enjoyed it, uh, and I don't really even keep up with shows or TV, but so much every now and then, and I instantly have been hooked. Uh, it's been a while since I've been hooked onto a show like this, and uh, credit out to to Marvel because uh, what really hooked me is it is a puzzle building up. It's going to make you, if you look back, you'll learn some more things, but I really got interested in her story of trying to handle this grief and the, the way they kind of the, the psychology of her handling it mixed with this these powers um made yeah, the story a whole lot compelling yeah and, and i think when vision i think vision coming being manifested and real in the sense uh, up until the very end i think was just crazy how you how you make she made her own reality um and it speaks to a superpower way of grief but a very human one at the same time um and then i love monica i just love i just love the inclusion of monica i really do <laughs> I, I i there's i can't she could she could do the worst and i still think she, do, that she has so much potential a, her own show maybe in the future she just has so much potential i think um and and i enjoyed her coming in now obviously they didn't focus on her and it made sense um I really enjoyed it. I was expecting like some things, but then I'm actually glad that they kind of didn't give us everything at the end um, because that's more organic and that makes more sense to close up Wanda's chapter of, of, of coming to a, a conclusion and forming a new identity accidentally. And it leaves um, you wanting more for Monica. And it leaves you wanting yeah. more for Monica. And mm -hmm. I still want more for Wanda too. I'm invested now to see what what that looks like in the next in the strange universe. Definitely. Well, the same universe. So. Oh man so many avenues they could go in and i mean yeah that that i think that's the best thing that this show did it really expanded on a lot of these characters lores and their emotions and how they reacted to certain events both past present and how they're going to be reacting in the future uh i i think i think that's a great way to uh to close us off with but thank you guys so much for you know taking the time to come in and talking WandaVision the last couple of weeks and then even coming now to uh uh talk about the finale. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's been a it's been a party. Been like a I said, it's like a highlight every time. Every Friday highlight. <laughs> <laughs> it is one hell of a highlight. But hey, uh I would say that wraps up our episode of the Yonko Table. Now of course uh, the elephant in the room. I would be closing off with my fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, but <laughs> he had to leave about a couple minutes ago. So, uh, but no worries. He will fill us in on his journey and probably a future episode. Who knows? But uh, speaking of future episode, what do we have in store now that WandaVision's wrapped up? Ooh, well, uh -oh. uh, I mean, we do have uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. I think, like, what, two <laughs> weeks, right? Like, not next week, but the March month. 14th or 19th. March 14th. I... 19th, I'm sorry, the 19th. <laughs> the 19th, the 19th, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm I'm super excited about it. Uh, we, we'll still have a Yonko episode uh, next week, but, of course, you guys are definitely going to expect to hear from us uh, the week after because we're going to discuss about the premiere of Falcon and Winter Shoulder, uh, Soldier. <laughs> he has a cold shoulder, too, so. 
he has a cold <laughs> and he does mm, yeah he does literally um <laughs> and of course all of our fellow supernovas are welcome to join in on premiere talks as well you guys are always welcome and we appreciate having you on the show it's been great being here definitely thank you thank you for having us no problem but all right we're gonna wrap up episode what episode are we on again episode five yonko table i lose track man these episodes are so much fun to do i'm gonna say episode five we're gonna close out episode five of the yonko table i'm dr jace attorney also speaking on grandmaster hoop and fellow supernovas dars rose the crafter and zara the great signing off take care guys thank you leaving the table